0: Welcome to Moms Who Say the F Word with your hosts, Paris and Courtney, the two mom friends you didn't know you needed. We are pleased to bring you another fun episode of Moms Who Say the F Word. We would absolutely love it if you would give us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. Now on with the show. Courtney, are you there? Hello. Hello. Bueller. Hello, Courtney. This is what happens when you're cooped up in your house and you're not oh sure what gosh. humans sound like or look like anymore. <laughs> I miss conversations. I do, like, too. It's bad. It is yeah. bad. You know, well, we used to polo every day on our drives to work, but um, there's no drive to work. There's walk to my <laughs> desk. <laughs> I literally roll
1: out of bed and I'm at my desk.
0: Yeah. So. And you're like, hello. Oh, I'm here. Hi. <laughs> So I think um, you know, in light of the subject of what we're supposed to be talking about today, um, I wanted to talk to you about the funness. Is that a word? Funsies? You I don't made know. It one now. I don't even know. I'm so tired. I needed a nap today and I didn't get one. But I wanted to talk about like some of these creative families um, out there on Facebook that have um, the one family that I know you've seen this: the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean ride in their house. Oh, yes. That might quite possibly be the best, like, I don't know. It might be. Best use of time. Yes. It's the
1: best use of time ever, friends. Yes. If you have not seen this, you need to go Google it because the funniest thing ever. And. Can I just tell you what my favorite thing about that video is? Yeah. Is that as they're doing it, there's the one part where you've got the drinking pirate that's up on the bridge in the ride and his foot's hanging down. Yes. And the, and the camera pans up to look at the foot. I do that on the ride. Same. Like, <laughs> it's a thing. Like you look up at that foot and you're like,
0: oh, it's so close. Like, that foot is part of my childhood. <laughs> is that right. weird? Like, I remember yes. as a kid looking up at that foot and being like, oh, I hope it doesn't fall on me, or why is his foot so gross? <laughs> right. And so it was just so funny to me as
1: they're doing their little camera, mm-hmm. you know, showing the ride, and they pan their camera up to this
0: person's <laughs> foot, and I'm like, oh, my
1: God, it really is like the ride at Disneyland. Yeah,
0: because it is like that. I just thought that was so creative, and I loved it, and I, I think I've watched it like five or six times now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was because it's just so
0: funny. I, I don't have that much
1: creativity in me, but that was cool.
0: I don't have time to be that creative, no. you That's know. True too. I just, I no, I just don't have time. But you know, you know who has time to do things is um, one of my employees just had her baby yesterday, or you know, that
1: doesn't mean she has time to do things. Her okay, well, she had time to cut. push a baby out, so. Well- <laughs> If you remember right, that time usually takes a bit of time. It's not like it just happens.
0: I don't know. But it was so funny because we ha- we at work had all been, like, giving her shit about the fact that she wouldn't tell us the name, right? Because she knew the name. She just wouldn't give it to all of us. And uh, we would all sit there and try to guess, and um, which we were all wrong, by the way. <laughs> but... Anyways, so her whole story was that she wanted to wait until she saw the baby, and then she would know what to name it. So I think she had, like, a couple names picked out, and then she would, like, name it based on what the baby looks like. So I want to know what you thought about that. Okay, so I know I've heard of other people doing
1: this, and I can't remember exactly who it was that told me they were doing it. I don't, I don't get it. Here's why. All babies look the fuck the same. <laughs> like, when they first come out, and I'm... And I'm not dissing any babies, guys. I realized that your baby was the cutest little bundle of perfect joy that came out of your Vijay at some point. Wow. I thought the same thing. <laughs> like, I've got three kids. I get it. But when I look back at like their photos, there are literally times I'm not sure which baby photo I'm looking at because they all look the same. Wow.
0: Like it's so <laughs> you are you cannot lie to me. You know that I'm not wrong. Oh no, I know you're not wrong because I'm God, I love my son, you know, but um, when they gave me those newborn photos that they, okay, they don't take the same kind of newborn photos that they do now in the hospital, but when I had my kid, it was the basic ones where they just put the camera over the baby and the wrapped, swaddled, whatever bullshit blanket they put your kid in. But I didn't like any of them because he had, um, what's that, what's that thing? Is it jaundice? When they're a little like when they're yellow-y. yellow. Yeah, I, it's jaundice. Now, I'm, I'm Asian, but he was more yellow than he should be. <laughs> so... It was a medical condition, (laughs) not just natural coloring. Yeah, so I didn't like the pictures. We didn't buy them. And I don't regret not buying them because I was like, ew. (laughs) I don't remember
1: ever seeing those with my kids. I'm sure they were taken, but I don't remember them. But here's my thing. Like, if you were actually naming your kid by what they looked like when they were born – we would be naming all of our kids the exact same thing. We would have a million Karens and a million Bobs. Like, they would all yeah. just be the same because kids just look the fucking same. Yeah. I, can't, I mean, if I'm confusing my own newborns and they're my kids, I'm telling you, you're just the, I'm sorry. I know every single one of your newborns were the most precious thing in the world.
0: Yeah. And I'm not disputing this fact. I mean, there's definitely prettier babies than other ones, but they all, for the most part, they all look like a baby and it's like, yay, a little bundle of joy, whatever. (laughs) I feel like your kids
1: grow into, and I probably could talk about this for a long time, but I feel like your kids grow into their name and their personality then creates that name. And and why I say that is because, as you know, with my second one that we did, we did a poll. I think we've talked about this on here before. But I mm-hmm. we actually did a survey. We surveyed our friends and our family with the names we chose. And then actually the name that we ended up naming my son was not even one of our main choices. It was more thrown on just for fun. Yeah. And now when I look back at what I would have wanted to name my son and well, I look like at him worked. now. It doesn't work. It doesn't Mm-mm. fit. It's not him anymore. But that's because I've had all these years with him and he's created. Now his name has his personality. So... I don't know. I personally just and I can't I can't not have those decisions made ahead of time or I would lose my mind. It's like just one of those things that would panic me. Oh my god, they're giving me a form to put my na- my kid's name on. I don't know what his <laughs> name is yet. What does he look like? Does he look like does he look like a Mel
0: or does he look like a, a Steve? I don't know. Oh my god, I gotta fill out a form. No, see, that would be me. <laughs> Neither n- none of her children are named Mel or no. Steve. Just so no. You know. <laughs> no. No. But yeah, no, planning. I was super extra because I'm a little bit morbid, Um, so actually I just found this piece of paper, not kidding you, yesterday, and it it says to my husband, and it's a folded piece of paper, and it was in my wallet, and I still have it apparently because I just found it. I was cleaning out stuff because hello, what else am I going to do, right? So the folded piece of paper has two names, the name of a boy and the name of a girl, the full names based on whatever we had because I thought I was going to die having a baby I'm not kidding so I had this folded piece of paper I gave it to my husband I said it's in my wallet but here you go you know like I handed it off over to him just in case I died on the table and I didn't want him to fuck up the spelling of my children's names <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> because we didn't find out what we were having I had no idea if it was a boy or a girl <sighs> which is why we had the two names so we don't need to go into how much that annoyed me again yeah I know but it's amazing that I found that paper yesterday I couldn't believe I That's still funny. had it you need yeah. to
1: keep that that should be in a baby
0: book it it will be. Yep, that's yeah, that's a good idea. So anyways, we should probably, I don't know, Let's get, get on with started. the show, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't want to hear about my baby name craziness. So anyways, I'm Paris, I'm the tiger mom to one cub and married to my croissant loving husband for 10 and a half years. I say that because my husband has taken to going to this little French bakery every single morning since we were on Lockdown beginning, whatever day that fucking was. I can't even keep the day straight Um, because he wants to make sure that that little bakery stays in business. I love him for that. You know, well, that and the baguettes and the strawberry cream puff pastries that he brings home for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. They are even better than the ones from France, I will tell you. So if you live in Vegas, or I guess it's kind of Vegas Henderson cusp. I don't know. Um, you need to check them out. Courtney is going to love the name of the shop when I tell you. She's—you're going to hear her get her twenty fucking laughs off on this one. It is called Le Paris Breast Cafe. Not kidding. <laughs> and there she goes. Are okay. you done? <laughs> no. Are you done? Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not—it's not breast like you're thinking. dill hole. It's called, it's spelled B-R-E-S-T. Okay. You said bear's
1: breast. (laughs) Can you stop?
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. You're Mm going to fall out of
1: the chair is what's going to happen. I am going to fall out of my chair. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm Courtney, the mom to three maniacs that fill my heart with joy while at the exact same time filling me with utter exasperation. I have really no idea how kids do this. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. <laughs> um, but half the time I do behave like a 12 year old, as you can see. Mm-hmm. And Paris stays friends with me anyways. Yeah. Um, she doesn't really have much of a choice though. So there's that. <laughs> um, I have been married 12 years and I'm glad I married someone with the same affinity uh, for movies because we love to have our dinner and a movie nights. So I don't ever have to argue about what we're doing on our date nights. That makes it nice.
0: But you got to change it up sometimes. You can't just have uh, dinner. No. You. I mean, you can't now.
1: <laughs> There's well, no I can
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess you could get creative. Maybe you could do dinner outside one night. That would be special. Uh, it's with just to you rain and for the next seven days. Okay. Who told you to move to Portland? Huh? That's on you. I did. <laughs> that is totally on you. So anyways, let me tell you who is super happy about this quarantine party that we all have going on. Um, all the dogs, cats. Llamas and any other domestic animals who miss their families during the days. That's who's having the time of their life.
1: (laughs) Hold on. No, not cats. Cats want you to leave them the fuck alone. So they're wondering why in the (laughs) fuck you are bothering them right now, like when you should be at work.
0: (laughs) Oh, right. Because they're assholes and guardians of the underworld.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what? That explains a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my cats. But sometimes my female cat can be like on the side of nuts and possibly Satan. I don't know. (laughs) Speaking of my animals, um, so how have you been doing being at home all day long with the cub?
0: I like that you refer to my child as an animal. That's nice. You call (laughs) him a cub. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Well,
1: they're all animals. They're wild animals. So
0: I have not drank all the vodka in the house yet. So there's that. So I'm doing well. But I don't think I was made for this type of life, all right? Because working full time from home and being a teacher kind of part-time-ish is not what I signed up for. So how about you? How are you doing?
1: Oh, God. I have always known, as long as I've had kids, that I couldn't be a stay-at-home mom. I already knew this. So this quarantine mess is only proving that I know myself extremely well. (laughs) And and that goes for homeschooling, too. I am so used to being out of the house for most of the day that this new arrangement makes me feel like I'm trapped, like in a zoo. And I'm just, like, (laughs) pacing the bars wanting to get the hell out.
0: Oh, my God. So my cub school clearly thinks that I like to read memos and follow meeting times. Yeah, that's what they think. So I can barely manage my own fucking meetings, let alone master his schedule, too. So it's getting to the point where I think I need to throw his fucking schedule onto my work calendar just so I can keep it all organized, which could get really interesting if somebody was to spy on my um, calendar. You know, people like to spy on calendars. Oh, that's rude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm set up, you know, because I'm, you know, high enough up that I actually get to block my calendar. But if my boss ever looked at it, he would be like, what is this meeting? (laughs) (laughs) Like talking about mathematics and, you know, social studies. He'd be like, what am I paying her to do exactly? (laughs) Why does she have a vocab test? What is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Chapter
1: 8 math? What? (laughs) What? See, this is what I'm worried about, too. So like here, so far, they haven't introduced what they keep calling distance learning to my kids. Mm. However, I mean, we figure it has to come since we officially now are out of school for six full weeks. Mm. Jesus Christ, that is so much time to be home. I I feel a little on edge when I think about
0: it. And you should. You should just sit on that edge. And when it crumbles, (laughs) you'll be where I'm at. So that's right. You don't have, you haven't had the distance learning uh, put in place yet. So you're winning. Okay. In my book. So this is why you get to frolic outside and make fucking tie dye t-shirts while I'm trying to juggle conference calls for work and damn zoom meetings for the cub. This whole mess is going to force me to become super, super mom. Okay. Hold on, asshole.
1: (laughs) I'm doing something to keep my kids from being on electronics all damn day. And the tie dye was after work. So that doesn't count. Though, I have found I'm behaving much better, though, like, as a mother this last, well, the last week that we were out, Mm -hmm. being, like, super
0: present and involved. What the fuck? It's super weird. Yeah, I know. This whole thing is making us better parents. It's amazing. (laughs) You know, I made cookies with my cub one day last week after work, and I will tell you, those moments were super important. It was just, like, you know, he was so grateful, like, For days, He was like, that was the best time. I can't believe we got to do that together. And I'm like, fuck, have I just been a really shitty mom this whole time? And like making cookies is so basic. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal. He's just usually not involved in the process. I'm usually the one that makes the cookies because you know me, I'm like super extra about things and having to be perfect but the cookies i will tell you i've been eating the shit out of those cookies for days (laughs) you're gonna be having to make more yeah yeah no they won't run out i'm like what what kind of magical batch of cookies is this it just keeps multiplying (laughs) it's awesome.
1: I don't know. So far, since we don't have the distance learning officially set up, I've been doing little things each day that are educational. So like one day we did math pages. One day we pulled out a microscope set thing that I'm pretty sure nobody's actually looked at in five years. Why we still had it, I don't know, but we had it. And each day they, eat, you know, they read for us set amount of time. But other than that, I pretty much just leave them alone because they're going to be super stressed out when distance learning actually comes.
0: Yeah, so since my cub goes to private school, and I'm not saying that to be a jerk or anything like that, but I had this thought all week, do I get, like, a half-off discount for this shit? Like, for reals. I feel like I should. I get that the teachers are putting the curriculum together and checking in with him two and three times a day, but I feel like I'm getting the shaft on this whole deal. Like, (laughs) I don't know, friend. (laughs) I think this is even harder than normal class. You know, I actually ran into
1: one of my Minions teachers from last year at the grocery store. Um And, you know, because it officially, that's basically the only place we're allowed to go and see other adults. So that's, it's pretty nice. Go to the grocery store to have your conversations. Um, But anyway, we had a discussion about what we're thinking is going to come down the pipeline. And just thinking about this teacher in particular, and I feel kind of guilty for not thinking all this on my own, is that she has two kids of her own. So we both said, like, how in the hell is she going to manage to teach a class plus take care of her own damn kids? Because... The kids that are getting taught, you know there's going to, have to be somebody keeping them in line. So right. how is she going to do that? Like, she's going to have to manage between the two.
0: I really hadn't even thought about that. Now I feel like an asshole. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I that's know what I'm I... here for. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I know it can't be easy on the teachers and shit. Just thinking about the teachers that do have kids. And what if they have like, holy shit, my mind is just blown. What if they have like three kids in three different grades and then they teach like, you know, obviously, you know, 20 to how many students are in your kids class? Uh, ranges from 20 to 25. Okay. So add 25. This person has 28 children to be responsible for. That's Mm -hmm. fucking crazy. So anyways, so I had to take photos of all his work this week and email it into the teacher. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Like, does that mean this poor woman has to print out every single kid's work and grade it and then take a picture again, you know, to send it back to all the parents? Like, that's a lot oh, of work. Wow. That sounds that's crazy to me. But they have these workbooks that are already in place, so it's not like they can really just trash that program and go on, you know, to an online one, especially this late in the year. But they may have to, you know, thinking about that kind of out loud. It just seems nuts to me that I'm going to have to send this kid's work. And I just, I, my head hurts. I Maybe I I, I need to go buy this woman flowers or edible arrangements or something. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> It only
1: took me one week to remember that teachers are fucking saints and they should be paid a bazillion dollars. A bazillion's a number, right? It's really big. I'm yeah. pretty sure. <laughs> like, they need to be paid a ridiculous amount of money. I think in regards to curriculum, obviously, we're on two sides like of the coin here. Um, my kids are in public school. And one of the big concerns here that I keep getting, which I understand, because in public school... The big thing is, is you have to have equity among all the students. Like, you have to make sure um, that all students have the same amount of access available to them to be able to learn. So, and I'm not even sure how, like, how do you make sure that happens? I don't think private schools have requirements like that, but you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not sure, like, you know, but they have to make sure, like, for example, like, each kid has access to the Internet. How do they make sure that's a
0: possibility? My kid's school does do that. Like, well, okay, so that is kind of a big question and I hadn't thought of it till you just said it right now as a matter of fact like my kid got his iPad and they just checked it out um but all the kids got theirs not that they belong to those kids but they get checked out kind of like I think your oldest gets the Chromebook or something checked out or something
1: yeah so we're yeah and that's well so this is part of the conversation I had with this teacher um that I ran into at the grocery store so our, we we pay a crap ton in property taxes. I'm gonna point this out, uh, but all middle school and high schoolers they get Chromebooks checked out for the entire year that go home with them for them to because a lot of their work is online. They have yeah. uh they have an online portal. They do a lot of their their homework on there and stuff. Um, and then in elementary. 3rd, 4th and 5th or just 4th and 5th, can't remember. They have Chromebooks that are theirs, but they're in class Chromebooks. So those will probably get checked out. They have but then all they they would have to, right? Yeah. But then all the younger grades they have iPads. So now you'll not only you have to make sure equity of Wi-Fi, but also equity of access to whatever it is you're trying to do. Like you have to make sure it works on a computer and an iPad.
0: Okay, so the whole Wi-Fi thing and this came up because at my job I had to also think of um, my employees having access and things like that. Because this happens so fast, I did have a couple of employees that didn't have Wi-Fi. And I was like, how do you live like that? (laughs) How
1: do you live like that? I
0: don't know. But I think they use their phone as hotspots. But anyways, you know, so back to our topic, because we could get off on many, many tangents, you know, so. You know, this bazillion dollars that you speak of, um, if they get paid that, do I get half the bazillion dollars? Because I'd be down for that. (laughs) You're so stupid.
1: (laughs) You know, I like one of the memes that I saw recently. And let's be real. The meme power is super strong right now. Super strong. But one of them said something like along the lines of, you're about to find out that the teacher wasn't the problem. (laughs) I have literally never thought the teacher was the problem with my kids. But that meme just killed me because, you know... There's those, and I always say this I use Karen as an example. Sorry, mm-hmm. all the Karens out there. But there's the Karen that walks in and is like, My kid's got an F. I want to know what you did to them. Well, right. That's actually how this works.
0: But you're about to find out that it's not the teacher's fault. That's why that meme makes me laugh, too, because I think of all the parents out there that are, you know, oblivious. Oblivious to their child, and they think everything is the fucking teacher's problem. So yep. I really love that that meme. It's one of my favorites. But I'm also enjoying seeing all the interesting ways that businesses are trying to get their products to people in a helpful way. So a lot of restaurants are doing free deliveries, which I just found out Wingstop will deliver to me for free. What? Super, I know. Oh, I man. know. Wingstop, I y'all. Wingstop.
1: <laughs> That's delicious. I
0: love Wingstop. Courtney loves Wingstop. I do love Wingstop. Mm-hmm. So anyways, they're one of the deliveries that, you know, that will come out to your house for free, for free. I just hope that's not undercutting like Uber Eats and DoorDash and things like that because, you know, everybody needs their jobs. So anyways. Well,
1: and actually off on another tangent, one mm-hmm. of those, I want to say it's Grubhub maybe mm-hmm. yeah or door one of them researched this people because one of these companies has has um has committed to not charging up to a, a million or something like that of the charge like the fees that they charge to the restaurants they're stopping that up to a, like a, a cap of like a million dollars something crazy some some crazy number so hmm. basically if you order on that app that restaurant is not getting charged a fee oh, you may pay cool. a delivery fee which I don't know who that goes to, whether it's right. the, the restaurant or it to must the go to the app. driver. No, because you tip too. So I don't know. Oh. But the fact of the matter is, it's like when you order on those, say you pay 20 bucks for a meal, a percentage of that is going to DoorDash or Grubhub or whoever, because the, to use the service, it's a fee for it. But these they're they're turn, I want to say it's Grubhub. I'm almost positive has uh, said that they're not going to charge restaurants for a while while Hmm. this is going on so just research that friends i should have done that beforehand sorry i suck at research
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i just took advantage of the edible arrangements deal where they will send you a full box of produce for twenty dollars and no delivery fee i thought that was pretty cool though on that one you want to know how they get you courtney well i
1: tried this and it's not available in my area so i don't know how they get you oh
0: Okay, so I when Rude. I went to go check out, you know they throw all those impulse buys at you. <laughs>
1: oh, like
0: I, I'm like I just want to go to the checkout, and it's like, um, don't you need a box of Rocky Mountain chocolates? No, fuck off. But wait, there's more. <laughs> don't you want those chocolate covered strawberries that your husband forgot to get you on Valentine's Day? Hey, and they're only nine ninety nine. Okay, motherfucker, get in the cart. Okay, I will see you tomorrow. <laughs>
1: and that's how it went
0: down on saturday morning here in my house
1: <laughs> yeah i mean they have to do something to keep their doors open i mean in my small town there are a lot of businesses that are shutting down and can't afford to keep paying their employees it's just really sad to see because they're just small businesses yeah um i picked up takeout from our favorite japanese steakhouse last night and you're know, just trying to be supportive and all that and they gave us a 30 percent off for coming to their place i was like hell yeah but then i tipped More than that so that I was feeding back into it. But I mean, I want to keep ordering from local places as long as they can stay open and I have the ability to. And I know we're just one family, but most of the businesses in our little town are just like they're really good community members and it's Mm -hmm. hard to see them suffer.
0: Yeah, it really is. You know, we like supporting our local businesses as well in Las Vegas. I think in times like these, it's very important that we all do our part, if we can, to help those businesses out that you love so much so you can keep them thriving after all of this um, chaos is over. Oh, absolutely.
1: But this is – okay, so here's an interesting thing. My husband and I argued over what is a local business – so maybe you can help clear this up for me. I think that if it if it's a franchise business, such as like Subway, so Subways are franchised yeah. and the Subway is owned by a local family, that is a local business because they put their money into that. Right. I don't know if you own a franchise, if the main business bails you out or if you just lose your business. I don't know. But they're local. Yeah. So like... My, but my husband says it's not. He doesn't believe that, like, the franchise business is a local business. And so I have been going to Dutch Bros, like, every day whenever – well, not every day because I'm, I'm not leaving the house. But when I do leave the house to do my grocery runs, um, I go to Dutch Bros because I, could, I know those kids probably work for tips. But also, Dutch is owned by a local family. So – and they're always participating in our local events and things like that and local fundraisers. and mm-hmm. I, So I feel like it's a local business too, but my husband doesn't agree with me.
0: Well, that's true. Um, I guess when I think of local, it's not the franchisee type places, to be honest. Um, I didn't know that Subway was a single owned place, but, you know, duh, Paris, uh, that's what a franchise is. <laughs> now that I'm just sitting here thinking about that, sometimes I'm really dumb. You know, the blonde, the blonde that I put in my hair, it's, well, you it's, it's have working. Your hair, you it's dummy. working. <laughs> it's my blonde superpower. It's working. <laughs> sorry to all the blondes out there that are for real blondes but anyways um, i could support dutch bros if they didn't insist on climbing in my car to know what my day is like while they braid my hair through the drive-through i just can't with those kids i really can't come on i love dutch bros i love
1: how friendly they are it really makes me happy in the morning but of course, at the heart of local business would be our little bakery. And I'm going to give them a shout out. They're called Hungry Hero. They are amazing. Um, not only is the food amazing, but they they are really strong community members. They're always really quick to support everyone else. So I was really sad when they had to suspend operations during this. Um yeah, last Sunday, I went to get cinnamon rolls, and you remember those rolls. Oh, so, yeah. I'm drooling <laughs> right now. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, you they opened, they opened at nine, they only serve cinnamon rolls on Sundays. And if you get there anytime after nine, you were probably SOL because there's usually a line out the door. So I got there early on Sunday, there was a line. Luckily, I was only like four people back. I was doing social distancing, not everybody was. I'm just gonna point that out. Well, aren't you um, just the better person? i am thank you i know what i'm supposed to be doing um but anyways they we get in there and they're explaining that they were really short on rolls because they couldn't even get the supplies they needed because of all the panic shopping
0: oh my god man now i want cinnamon rolls why do you have to mention them for real, that place is a maze ball and speaking of cinnamon rolls i need to find a good recipe for those because you know i my mouth is watering just thinking about hungry hero and their damn fucking cinnamon rolls can you email them maybe and ask for their recipe i'll pay for it (laughs) otherwise i gotta roll the dice with pinterest and fail at it so i don't know well i have a recipe
1: they come in a tube they're made by that that pillsbury Doughboy dude whatever that guy is you're an asshole (laughs) what that's how i make them oh and i also use the biscuits in the tube to make monkey bread that shit's delicious
0: i'm talking about from scratch bitch what is wrong with you you know just wow with you. I just, I cannot.
1: <laughs> yeah, from scratch? No, nope. Not doing any of that business.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, one thing I discovered about being on lockdown I don't have to wash my hair for a week. It's amazing. Like, my hair stays super clean. It's, I don't know, I can't even describe <laughs> why it does, but it does. So,
1: so funny you say that. I was watching, um, I've been watching Melissa Etheridge's live videos on Facebook, which have been really great. And on her last one, she, cause she always talks about self-care in them. And our on last one, she was saying, now people, if you haven't washed your hair, you need to go do that. I was <laughs> like, I'm doing good, Melissa. I'm only on day two. <laughs>
0: oh my God. Speaking of these Facebook, you know, people and going live and everything, I am preparing for Garth on Facebook I know I'm it's so supposed excited. to be this week do you know what date it's supposed to be
1: I have a reminder on my computer or on my <laughs> phone I do. can't remember what it is of now course. oh I love Garth Brooks no I think it's really amazing like these mu- all these musicians that are doing live stuff on social media um I mean it's what a way to feel better about your day and it really does like I don't know how to say this word like humanizes them mm-hmm. I guess is the way I'm thinking of it like some Melissa Etheridge again so I she does it every day at three o'clock uh every time every day on Facebook, which reminds me I miss this weekend. I've got to go look. Oh, um Jesus. But uh she was talking about how like the one of the ways to get through quarantine is to have goals and her goal is to restring all of her hoodies and sweatpants. You know the problem like when the string is way too long on
0: one side and you might even lose the other side? Mm mm
1: no, do you, I don't do you know mean? that problem Mm-mm.
0: because I don't think of those times, you know, at when my clothes are letting, those are the times they're letting me know, the clothes that is, they're letting me know that they need to go to a better home. They they You're don't so want to live with me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> stupid.
1: Anyway, restringing them is a bitch and it takes forever. So Melissa Etheridge was joking about how much time we have on our hands and that's just one of our goals. I think it's great. <laughs>
0: Okay, Courtney. So let me get this straight. You will fuss with restringing your damn clothes, but you won't bake cinnamon rolls from scratch. I am so confused right now. I know myself. One I am <laughs> capable of. The other one, not so much. I can burn water. Wow. I think I burned water once, like in my 20s, which, speaking of water, did you stock up on that? Uh, I got a few cases, but
1: we have a Brita as a backup to our fridge filter anyways, so I'm not super stressed out about that. But let me tell you, the shit there is a run on around here is ridiculous. Toilet mm-hmm. paper, paper towels. I can't find napkins to save my life. Spam was gone. And the most annoying one, because this happened to me, tampons. Like, what with the? yeah. But I decided to find, I, I did find a way to save toilet paper. A bidet.
0: You know the shit is real when the spam is gone, people. That's like. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Right. And what, hold on. And what is this shit about a bidet? I thought that was something only
1: Europeans did. What what? What? Dude, I think the toilet paper shortage got everyone talking about their bathroom habits, and it seems a lot of people in the states actually have them. So I decided to jump on the bandwagon and buy an extension for my toilet. But, oh my God, oh my, okay, hold on. <laughs> I have to tell you the story of how it went down with my husband installing it., <laughs> oh, oh, on this one, I'm listening. Do go on. <laughs> so, of course, this thing comes with easy install instructions. They all say that, right? Super easy to install. Everything blah, says blah, blah, that. Blah. Ikea. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Ikea that's always missing pieces. That's God. why they've got the stupid bins inside. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so he's working away in the bathroom and I'm sitting in our bedroom and suddenly I hear, son of a bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> so I go running into the bathroom because I'm positive like there's something broken. Um, and there's my husband with a big wet spot in the middle of his shirt. So I'm thinking a hose or something broke like my toilet's <laughs> broken. <laughs> Nope, nope, that's not what it was. He decided to stand in front of the toilet and turn on the bidet, and it hit him straight in the chest.
0: I'm dead. Oh my god. What spot? I'm still so stuck on that.
1: <laughs> but it gets better. Hold on. It gets it gets so much better. So as we're laughing, because, I mean, he's laughing. He realizes it was a really stupid idea. And yeah. just to clarify, people, the water doesn't come from your toilet. It comes from before it even hits your toilet, like in the piping in the back. But anyways. <laughs> um the, he points out that there's a front and back option on this bidet, because obviously the front option is more for, like, lady comfort.
0: Oh, hold on, hold on. Why would he need a front option?
1: No, no, no. It's for la- It's lady comfort. So obviously for me, dude, I'm all about being a little fresh and clean.
0: Oh, oh. I was so confused. I thought maybe he wanted squeaky clean balls or something. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) No, I honestly doubt my husband will ever use the damn bidet, but whatever. So anyway, back to what he was doing. So he is like wanting to figure out what this front stream business does. And he he twists the knob as I'm yelling, no, because he just did this to himself with the backside part. (laughs) And he does this like matrix move to dodge the stream of water coming for his face. And it hits the bathroom door over his shoulder. Oh my I God. almost peed myself laughing at this whole <laughs> thing. It was amazing.
0: <laughs> so is using this thing, is it like you got to sit there and drip dry? Or is there like an air function too? Like in the bathrooms when you dry your hands, but this one's for your hoo-ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So I was super skeptical Skeptical. Okay, about this. But like every person... I don't know if it's just like one person talked to me about it. And then I like just started seeing everybody posting about these things. Um, everyone that talked about it was raving about it. So I thought, okay, I got to try this. This, this dream is super targeted and doesn't soak anything else like around the area. Um, and then you just use a little toilet paper to dry off, dry off. It's not a big deal. But apparently in some countries like Japan, I think someone said they have bidet towels. Sorry, but I'm just not going that far. No, thank what? you.
0: What the hell kind of people are you talking to that this is their topic of conversation <laughs> i mean really not one person has ever talked to me about a fucking bidet and here you are saying that there is some sort of bidet click out there that i'm not aware of okay so hold
1: on let me just clarify everybody's talking about toilet paper right now right yeah i get so that. <laughs> my good friend here my bestie here um that i'm allowed to have paris yes, allows it
0: yes. i approve this <laughs> message
1: We were having a conversation about the fact that toilet paper was there was the run on toilet paper and how, you know, these people must basically eat toilet paper. But then she started talking about a bidet and then it was like everyone on Facebook was mentioning it and it was like suddenly everybody wanted to get one because hello, nobody can find toilet paper.
0: Okay, the only thing I've heard mentioned on Facebook has been um, the toilet papers and the Filipino water cleaning technique, which don't, do not ask me because I have no idea. I've just seen it all over my Facebook from my Filipino friends, (laughs) but apparently Joe Coy, the comedian, um, has an entire skit on the subject. We are clearly friends with different types of people. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm diversified, you know. I'm friends with all the peoples.
1: (laughs) Are you saying I'm not? What? I just have way too many freaking friends anyways. Anyway, a lot of the people thought the Bidet was a great solution to the toilet paper shortage. And I can now confirm that it seems I do use
0: way less of uh, now that I have this thing. It's awesome. Well, this is all over. I am coming to test that thing out when it's when it's all done, and um, the the what are, what are we calling this? The COVID lockdown? The I don't know the quarantine. Whatever the, we're call the quarantine. When this thing is uh, over, I am definitely coming up there to test that thing out. As long as it doesn't leave a wet spot, I I will just I will be happy. <laughs> just don't stand in front of it like my husband and turn it on. <laughs> well. Now your husband knows what it feels like to be a girl. We don't like surprises um, either. Oh dear God,
1: you went there. I'm sure he didn't relate it to that, but I'll inform him. Yes, please do.
0: I'll wait. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me of that time with uh, our friend the wizard when he got the shot of boba balls hitting the back of his throat. I will never forget that as long as I live. Ever. Oh yeah,
1: the the wizard doesn't like balls in his drinks. <laughs> It was the best moment ever.
0: It was hilarious. (laughs) Especially because he's like a really big commanding guy. Like, he's humongous. What is he, like six foot seven? And he He is... He's large. He's he's very commanding. He's like Chewbacca, I would say. (laughs) Chewbacca that's so funny he's
1: like Chewbacca yeah. I wonder if he listens to this I would love to know that if he knows that we're talking about him
0: I have no I'll we'll have to check <laughs> <laughs>
1: um so the other thing that cracks me up with the panic shopping is the dry goods disappearing okay we've had these conversations but for example you know that I you know I write books and they contain information about preppers right so I take note of all these things all the time. And I'm always studying things like freeze-dried or dehydrated foods with like a long expiration date. So, I don't know if you've ever noticed this. Oh no, you haven't because you don't go to Walmart. But I anyway. <laughs> yes. Walmart <laughs> has a section of these and I've it's just a section of like the big cans of freeze-dried, dehydrated, long sustaining whatever foods. And I'm always studying them for research cuz they're never gone. They're never sold. <laughs> now they are completely sold out. I mean, do people (laughs) even know how to use this stuff or are they just freaking out and buying things that they think that they're supposed to happen? Like they're supposed to have that stuff because it's the apocalypse or something.
0: Yeah. So, hold on so you write books i had no idea please tell me more about that courtney
1: stop it you know i do (laughs) shut up anyways and you
0: think with all the research i do for
1: it that i would have had more stuff on hand for this type of situation but to be really honest i don't have a lot of like long like sustaining foods because we just don't have the space for it right now and my husband would really murder me if i just started stacking shit somewhere in my garage
0: (laughs) like you have fucking space come on now (laughs) you know the one perk uh, about all of this for you is just that you can now use it all this research in your next books because you will actually have lived through some of the craziness and I think that'll be really good I remember when I first started reading your books it was scary because I thought that would never happen now it's happening so it's pretty unreal that this is happening right now (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure pandemic
1: is going to be a really hot genre coming up. I'm definitely taking notes right now, but it's just really amazing how fast people panicked the way they have. Still, I can't easily find toilet paper. It's weird.
0: Really? Wow. So one thing I want to say to all of our listeners is this. Try to distract yourself, um, which I know is not easy. You know how I gave Courtney shit about going outside and frolicking and making t-shirts with her kids? It's actually a great fucking idea. Kudos to you, Courtney. I'm totally eye rolling. (laughs) Do the things you don't normally get to do with your kids. And if you don't have kids, take up crafting. Any kind of crafting, watch YouTube and learn something you've always wanted to learn and make the most of this time is all I'm saying, because even though we're all locked up, it can it can actually be a good time to do things for yourself. Yeah,
1: totally. I have found like with my kids, giving them some time outdoors every day makes a huge difference in their attitudes when it comes to being at home. Uh, So we find little things to do that we can even, you know, do while being responsible with our social distancing. We take family walks. We've had a lunch picnic, though we did end up going home from that because there were just way too many people at the same park, you know, for my liking that day. Um, And then today, for instance, we gardened. They pulled weeds. They helped me prep my garden bed. They helped my husband pressure wash all the things like they were just kept pressure washing things. And I taught them how to start your seeds with paper towels, water and a sandwich bag. So, you know, like I taught them things.
0: Okay, after this podcast, you're going to have to teach me the same things. Okay. You're not planting
1: anything. I might
0: want to now. (laughs) I might. I haven't seen the outdoor. Or what is it? The outside. I want to come to the outside. Is that what it is? Can I come to the outside? Can I come to the outside? (laughs) Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. So I may want to start going outside and doing paper towel seedling things or whatever the hell you called it. (laughs) So... I don't know about you, Courtney, but I have a room full of craft supplies and I'm going to challenge myself to use all of it. Make things that I didn't have time to do in the past. Go on Pinterest and find new projects that I can do with my son and the supplies that I already have since Michael's is closed. Womp, womp. womp, womp. <laughs> it's going to be creative thinking and also valuable time that I'm going to cherish with my kid. So that's what I'm going to plan on doing. Yeah,
1: you know, friends, give yourself some grace, too. I find that I feel even more stressed out now just by being at home trying to work and manage something with my children. So, And this will get even harder once my kids actually have some sort of distance learning set up. So for those of you that do, like you, Paris, like... I get it. Um, And I'm blessed to have a job that allows me to work from home. I mean, I realize that so many people are going through a phase where they don't have that choice and they're either having to go to work because they're considered essential or they've lost their job. And I'm, and that breaks my heart. Um, I'm just, I'm blessed with that. But my job is able to give me the space to handle things at home while I'm still getting my job complete. So I, I am very lucky in that way. We both are.
0: Yes. Yes, we are. Um, You know, I like the idea of doing a family picnic. I'm totally stealing that one, especially when the Hmm. weather gets a little nicer. Uh, Actually, it was pretty nice today, but um, I'm not going to the outside. One thing my community is doing, which I think is a really cool concept, it's called Light Up the Night, and what they want is for everyone to decorate their houses with lights and to spread some cheer and hope through these rough times. They're even doing a giveaway to encourage everybody to participate. I just can't find the right words to say to my husband that will actually encourage him to get back up on the ladder and hang all the lights again (laughs) because it is a task you know this it's hard and i'm like my neighborhood guys all the guys are like no hard pass we're not doing it (laughs) hard pass no mm -mm."
1: (laughs) i mean it is a really sweet idea and i have heard of other neighborhoods like doing this around the country. But I'm, my husband's like the rest of those, like putting up Christmas lights is like the bane of his existence. He would be like hard pass, divorce first. Like he would not, (laughs) there would be no me pushing him to do that.
0: You know what I could do though, is I could bust out the Christmas tree and decorate that shit again. I'd be okay with that. You have a fake tree. We do not. Well, I'll send you one of mine so you don't have to worry. I have like three of them.
1: Uh, Nope. That blasphemy ain't, ain't, it's not entering my house. Nope. Real tree or bust, friend.
0: She's got her hand up and she's like waving it at me like, no. (laughs) I'm waiting for the middle finger too. (laughs) Oh, there it is. (laughs) Well, what if I decorated it for Easter though and then sent it to you? Then you don't have to do any work. You just have to pop it up like a goddamn umbrella and bam, it's Easter. Christmas. Dude, I I don't decorate. (laughs) I don't decorate for Easter.
1: I only decorate for Christmas and New Year's. It's just too much fucking work.
0: Fine. Be a party pooper. Every party has a pooper and Courtney's it. (laughs) whatever (laughs) yeah whatever so that's it at the end of the day we're just two moms and friends trying to keep our shit together lipstick off our teeth keep the kids alive and in the sun (laughs)
1: and enjoy every moment
0: if you want to send us your mom stories I know you got a ton of them now (laughs) or a topic you'd like to chat about or us to chat about you can't chat with us it's not that kind of podcast Um, email us at momswhosaythefword at gmail.com you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram with our amazing handle at momswhosaythefword
1: and remember if you can't say something nice well sit six feet away from us (laughs)
0: And don't forget to tune in next week. Promise you we'll be here for a brand new episode. And if you liked what you heard today, please give us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. It really helps us. Till then, these
1: moms are fucking out.